day, good day, good day. This is Coffee Conversations with Father David. And I'm Deacon Bob. Happy New Year, everybody. Yeah, indeed. Happy New Year. It's already it's already January 6th. I can't believe it. Woo! It's been... It, it just seems like yesterday it was Halloween. 2022. <laughs> Did you have any uh, New Year's party glasses? No, you any, know what? Anything fun? It was very, uh, very mellow. Mm-hmm. Um, we bought appetizers and kind of oh. appetized our way through the evening. That's a good. good way of saying that. <laughs> I, I agree. I appetized my way through life. Did you too? What's your favorite appetizer? <laughs> well, I'm divided. Uh, a house divided, I suppose. Um, shrimp and uh, cocktail sauce. We is, did that. It's great. Mm-hmm. I like um, Al's cocktail sauce, so it has like a good amount of horseradish in it. So it's it's a bit spicy. Mm-hmm. Are you the spicy variety? Mm-hmm. Okay. I am. So that, and then um, I love uh, spinach. That spinach dip with the pumpernickel bread. Oh, that's good. Like yeah, you like carve out the center. And, mm-hmm. And like it's the the spinach art or not spinach artichoke, but it's just like spinach. I think yeah, spinach and Nora's vegetable mix. Exactly. <laughs> and I always try to. <laughs> I'm always going around the grocery store trying to. Oh, why don't they just put all three things directly next In to each other? Day, yeah, they're always like at different parts of the grocery store. It's like, and you have to depending on what grocery store you have to like know the spot that they're Figure in. It out. And they like because they're always because it's kind of a specialty thing for the holidays. Mm-hmm. But that, like, just put them right next to each other. Like, you, if you need one, you need the other. All three. Like, because I don't know how many people buy round pumpernickel bread just on the reg. Yeah, yeah, just like on the reg for yeah. bread. <laughs> so we did. We did the shrimp. We did some kind of little puff pastries that had spinach inside of them, oh. which were good. Those were good. And then hot buffalo. Oh, yeah. Hot sauce wings. Oh, yeah. Those are really good. For sure. Nice. Yeah. Do you have any any New Year's resolutions? You know, um, it keeps reoccurring. uh, Praying and walking. Mm. I try to kill two birds with one stone. Yeah. Um, Some days I'm better than others. So I'm trying to rekindle the fire of eating healthy and walking and praying. There you go. How about you? Yeah. Yeah. I think, so in my, my daily time of prayer, uh, sometimes I'll just kind of set a certain amount of time. Uh, but the thing is, what I find myself doing is kind of always looking at the clock. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, not constantly. But, I know how that goes. You know, yeah. you're looking at the clock. So what I'm going to do is I'm gonna actually going to just set an alarm so I don't have to be thinking about what time it is. The alarm will tell you, like, when the certain time you know, is up. It just, I think... I've just noticed so far, it kind of allows me to actually enter into the time more instead mm-hmm. of thinking about, okay, how much time do I have left? <laughs> <laughs> how much more time do I have to do? How much time do I have to sit here? Um, so, I, yeah, I think it just that's kind of a simple thing. I think writing letters this year, too. Well, that's I think good. writing some more letters to people. Mm-hmm. It's something I've done kind of on and off the past couple of years, but I want to be intentional about it this year. Last Christmas, my brother got me a, 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 a fountain pen. Oh, that's good. It hasn't exploded yet. No, <laughs> no. We've we've kept it uh, on the ground. That's and, good. Uh, yeah, I would not take it to travel with. No, that would, no, that would not be good. I would get greenish blue ink uh, everywhere. But uh, I really want to use it, and I've I've recently found some some like parchment paper, or you know, just it, because with a fountain pen you have to use thicker paper, mm-hmm. otherwise it'll bleed through and yeah. everything. But it just feel it feels very cool to write with a fountain pen. 
So I just want to, I want to, I don't know, just write to some some friends and, and family. That sounds good. You know, something of something something of substance. You're it's kind better of than just a text. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you can get a text, and I mean, the reality is, the reality is, you can only meet with so many people, mm-hmm. you know, and there's only you know so much time. So to be able to write a letter, you can share your journey, what's going on um, with people, and you can make it make it intentional. So. Mm-hmm. And it shows that you took the time to do it. Right. People really value, like, oh, I received a letter from someone, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, or they actually took time to sit down and, and, and think about me and to share their to share their thoughts, you know. Father Fred's really good at that. He writes notes to people all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish I was disciplined enough to do that. Yeah. So, But I know it means a lot to people. Yeah. So Which really and I think I think it's, it's an exercise of charity, you know, on, on one hand. But then it also, I mean, the other side of it is that you do have to prioritize a little differently. Mm-hmm. It's like, in order for me to have time for this, and it does, to do it well, it does take time. You have to sit down and to think about it and to do it. And you don't want to have, have chicken scratch, you know, yeah. uh, on the page. It means you have to reprioritize. Like, what are the important things that I have to do today? And um, some things we think are important aren't actually. And then things that we, um, yeah. So it's kind of redoing that. Good. But that sounds good. All that I know is that it will fly by. Mm-hmm. It will fly by. Indeed. So today, for our, our conversation, we have uh, another question. But instead of coming a question coming from one of the kids, we actually have a question coming from uh, one of our parents. So Deacon Bob, we're to, we have a bunch of questions. We're just going to try to answer one of them, or at least one of them that's kind of in a cluster of questions uh, today. But... Think about where did these questions come from? Well, we met with uh, second grade parents just to check in, see how their faith is doing, how we can help them. And so one of the questions I always ask, either on retreats or, or in the First Communion interviews, are if you could ask God one question, what would you ask? Mm. And people, it kind of takes them back a step. It's like, wow, that's a really good question. Yeah. So these are some of the questions that people voiced about um, if you could ask God one question, what would you ask? And so here's a couple of them. Mm -hmm. What would you ask? What would I ask? Why do moms of little kids die? Or why do babies die? Sure. I I know the answer, you know, in my head, but it's always hard in your heart to kind of wrestle with those It's easy to know the theological answer, Mm -hmm. but to... Yeah, we're human beings and not yeah. computers, right? Yeah. How about yeah. you? I don't know. I, well, I'll come back to you on that one. One of the best answers I heard <clears throat> was, it really doesn't matter what I ask. I just trust that God will do the right thing. Hmm. I thought that was pretty profound. Yeah. Because it all boils down to just trusting God. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, so I think it's I think it's a good question because it definitely highlights the fact that like you know God can be talked to, mm-hmm. and we can we can express the uh, the deep questions of our hearts to Him, and and we can hear from Him, and and that's and that's very true, whether we hear the answer exactly, we're gonna hear or not. Yeah, so these questions um, some some are about um, family life and children, some are about death and suffering, um, some are about trust and, and all kinds of things. Today, I think we want to talk about heaven, right? Indeed. So begin with the end in mind. This is the first podcast of, of 2022. So why don't we just um, 
talk about the end. The where, end. Where, 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 where are we going? We're, we're so, at the beginning. We're going to talk about the end. Yeah, so, so I think, yeah, talking about heaven is an interesting thing. A lot of us have questions about, uh, about heaven. And, and kind of like we've talked about in the past with this reality of mystery, right? So as, as Christians, um, as human beings, we deal with the reality of mystery, that there are some realities of, of life that we're just going to know and we're, and we're, we're, we're not going to know. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, although I, I was, um, over the break, I was watching uh, a TV series, Mysteries of the Universe. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's like eight, eight episodes mm-hmm. and it's like about space and stars. And I mean, I, it's one of those things I, I always loved when I was a kid, but never really got, you know, just, yeah, space exploration and like, how do we come to know? It's amazing what those episodes that came out in 2014, how much like we've come to know about mm-hmm. the universe. Yeah. Kind of amazing. <laughs> side Side point. Yeah. Well, also, what I learned is super volcanoes are going to kill us all. Day, so yeah, the, that's the calderas. Yeah. Yeah. Once Yellowstone goes off, we're all dead. We're so all dead. It's fine. Um, so speaking of the end in mind, <laughs> but yes, mystery. Well, you know, but but even still, like <laughs> the questions that the TV show went into were mystery for a long time. So we want to begin with the end. Uh, begin with the end in mind. So, Dikabob, what would you say? Um, what What is if someone asked you what is heaven? What, what would you say? I would say. Just being with God, period. How we explain mm-hmm. all that is fun, right? But we don't know what it means. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like your space exploration. As soon as we kind of think we answered one mystery, we find twelve more mm-hmm. um, that we didn't know about. So, I think the basic answer would just be being with God. Um, okay. Or churchy answer would be union with God. Yeah, yeah. So it's 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 a life lived with God. We're doing that right now you mm-hmm. know, as, as human beings living the world. We, as human beings, we're living in a certain state, right? So the, that state is the fact that we have a body. Um, well, we're an embodied soul. So we have, we have a body and a soul. We live in uh, a physical place, you know, in, on the earth, you know, in uh, the United States, you know, with a family, all those particular things. But one day... We're not going to live in this state of being. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to pass into another state of being. And one of those possibilities is we call heaven. And yeah, so the church talks about it as, as, as union. So I think union is one of those images that helps us think about what does it mean to be with God? And how do we be with God here on earth? Mm-hmm. And how does it carry over to us being with God in heaven? A right. friend of mine was diagnosed with cancer pretty much a long time ago, and all the doctors said she would be dead in six months, and that was like 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. And her big thing was, it doesn't matter if I die or if I'm here. I'm going to be either with Jesus here on earth or I'm going to be with Jesus in heaven. Mm-hmm. That that union with God begins here by loving God and loving our neighbor and then carries on into heaven yeah. um, when we die. Yeah, no, that's good. And I think, so sometimes as human beings, you know, we have physical bodies, right? And we live in a physical world and we can only understand reality um, in the way that we can, you know, mm-hmm. right now. And I think, you know, the church wants to talk about heaven 
more in terms of relationship mm-hmm. um, than a space, right? Right. So oftentimes when we think about, and we all have our our image maybe of what heaven is, and sometimes we have the the the, the Simpsons kind of floating cloud in the sky, <laughs> you know, kind of version of like, oh, that's that's heaven. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did I did think I that was a memory from the past. I did think when I was younger, I was talking with my cousin. You know, you, you you get those certain clouds, you know, that like the rays kind the of God shoot, clouds. like the God clouds mm-hmm. and everything. Uh, at some point, I was like, "Yeah, God lives up there," like, <laughs> and he's like, "No, he doesn't." <laughs> like, totally destroyed my world. But yeah, that's fine. that's fine. You know, but like, we 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 want to try to understand things in a human way that we can now. But heaven is totally beyond, and the church wants to talk about it as relationship. In the um, uh, in the funeral mass uh, that we celebrate. Uh, and the Eucharistic, right before the Eucharistic prayer, uh, there's a part of the, the prayer the priest prays. Uh, and part of the prayer says that life is changed uh, and not ended. You know, and I think we can understand, um, we can understand that in our own lives. You know, there are certain relationships that kind of come in and out of our life. And when there's a new um, relationship, um, maybe even t- for an analogy like the marriage relationship, you know, so what, um, so what life is between a couple, you know, when they're engaged is a certain way. When they're married, like, it's a whole new kind of relationship. It's a whole new um, uh, life, life together. It's, it's a fulfillment of what, of what became before. And I think the church and even the scriptures uses that, that analogy of uh, an image of, of heaven, that it's like a marriage, uh, like a wedding banquet. Like mm-hmm. It's, it's, the fulfillment uh, of all the desires of, of, of the human person uh, lived with God for all eternity. It's not necessarily a physical place, um, but it's a, it's, a, it's a state of being, uh, a, a renewed and deepened state of relationship that we live with God and everyone who's ever existed who is in heaven, you know, the communion of saints. We believe that people are already, you know, in mm-hmm. heaven, in the perfect state of relationship with, um, uh, with God. So, and they have an active role in our life by praying for us. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite images of heaven would be one of two things, and I, I think you brought it up with the the marriage image. If you look at a young couple in love, all they want to do is be together. Mm-hmm. They're on the phone together. They're texting together. They're sitting mm-hmm. together. It, it doesn't matter what they're doing. They just want to be together. Mm-hmm. And then the craziness of life comes along. And then if you go to a restaurant and look at the older couple, mm-hmm. all they're doing is sitting, and they don't even talk half the time. They just sit and eat and look at each other. Just being each other's presence. Just being with them. Or if you look at um, someone who's dying and the loved ones that are with them, they don't have to say anything. They don't have to do anything. It's just being with them that's important. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the image of heaven is... Being with God is the most important part, and the rest works itself out. You know, right. it's fun to talk about what but that's going to look like. We don't knows? know. <laughs> like it's it's called speculative theology. So mm-hmm. it's speculation. Like there are some things we just can't know. I mean, even looking up some articles, you know, on the Catholic Answers websites. You know, some of the smartest Catholic apologists. You know, people who defend the faith. You know, in the world. And there's many times like, and we just don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and, the, and yeah. it's okay to say that. It's fun to talk about. It's fun to disagree about. It's fun to speculate and go out for a beer yeah. afterwards and say, right. well, that was fun. Right. <laughs> I think um, just thinking about heaven in my own life, like, so knowing that I, I can't know what heaven is like mm-hmm. right now, where do I see kind of 
heaven breaking through you know, oh, in realities kind yeah. of here and now. I think I was taken to one memory I had was uh, going downtown Cleveland to watch Game 7 uh, of, the, of, the, of the Cavs championship, uh, which they went on to win. And I went down with a, I think, seminarian at the time. At the time, I don't know if he was a priest or not, but a priest friend. And we went, we got into Panini's. Like, it was an hour waiting line just oh, wow. to just to get in. We we got out onto the patio outside, and there was like a TV that was like you know six inches big, <laughs> you know, <laughs> through the window, through the window. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm standing in front of the in front of the beer trash can. <laughs> You know, trying to look through the window. Trying to look through the window. It it actually was enjoyable, but so we, the game, you just don't know what's going to happen. Like, and until those last seconds, you really didn't know what was going to happen. And then and then they win, and I, I really honestly can't describe what the experience was after the win. You know, after they won. Like, mm-hmm. I'm downtown Cleveland with a city who hasn't celebrated a sports championship in, you know, seemingly ages. And they're so excited. Like, the the, the amount of joy, uh, just pure joy and jubilation and people running around, like, just, yeah. It's just, it was it was a crazy thing to be able to experience. Um, that many people joyful at that same instant in time. And I just couldn't help but think, like, this is like an experience of what heaven is like. To be around all these people that are are just joyful. Now, is a Cavs championship <laughs> the the fulfillment of all of our desires? No. Like and, and but it was the first win. And hopefully it's not for but, Cleveland in a big time. But it was <laughs> a really time. it was a moment to rejoice and it was yeah, it was a moment to rejoice. And just to be a part of that and to experience that was kind of a gift uh, in in some senses and yeah, and it, kind of an icon, a kind of uh, something that points to this is something of what heaven is like. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. You know, this is something because for as for as great as the 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 Cavs after party was, it ended. You know, it it ended. You know that night, that day, that week, um, the the joy kind of went away. So did LeBron. So did, <laughs> wah, wah, wah. Yes, he did. But hey, he gave us a championship. So. And I think we see heaven break through also in those moments of. Uh, caring for another person we had a christmas party for families who have a family member who's incarcerated or in jail and um, the parish bought christmas gifts for these kids in the name of the parent who is in jail and the one little kid when he was opening his present just said what a the best christmas this was ever been for him because mm-hmm. I'm not sure if he would have gotten any other Christmas gifts because of that yeah. or besides that. I think those moments of re- recognizing Jesus and other people here help us to recognize Jesus in heaven. And hopefully that celebration like the Cavs had mm-hmm. is the celebration we're going to have when, when we enter heaven and experience God face to face. Yeah, and I think yeah. So these are good analogies, good images. I mean, I think I think you know the temptation. We can't reduce what heaven is to just analogy, right? So, so sometimes it's not just you know the eternal golf game, you know that that we're that we're that we're you know we're winning at, or you know it's not just the endless you know uh, case of beer, or it's not mm-hmm. just you know those things are good and they can point to it, but like 
but heaven is totally beyond that. Like we can't just limit. It's not just a, a continuation of another of another earth that just happens to be better than this one. A friend of mine uses for his funeral homily the idea of a baby being born. That the baby in the womb has no idea what they're about to enter into. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, it's like, can totally. I go back? Right. Um, and I think that's the way it is when we die. We we move from this experience that we know into an experience we don't know. Mm-hmm. But what we do know is that God is love and we'll be with God. And we'll, um, we need nothing. Right. We'll need nothing. We'll have no suffering. We'll have no pain. Um, all will be great. And I think this is good to think about because, like, this is the goal of the Christian life. The goal of the Christian life isn't simply to just, uh, you know, be a good person and be happy here. But the goal is heaven. And you know, that's that's what we were created for. Uh, so it's something to uh, both rejoice in and anticipate, mm-hmm. you know. And prepare for. I think right. the whole idea right. of when people would ask Jesus, how, you know, how do I get to eternal life? Jesus' answer always was in one shape or form or another, love God and love your neighbor. Right. You know, and that's how you yeah. get to know who God is. Yeah. And what happens when we do that, we're in relationship with God. Mm-hmm. You know, so if heaven is relationship with God, we, we should we should be warming to the idea <laughs> here, here and now. You uh-huh. know, um, we we got to be open to a relationship with God because that's what etern- that, that's what eternity is going to be, you mm-hmm. know, uh, in heaven. That's another thought too, like infinite, infinite eternity. Yeah, yeah. heaven's not like a hundred years, a million years, ten billion years. It's eternity, forever. Well, and I like that too. Going back to that space image, is every time we build a bigger telescope and throw it up into the space, I forget what the name of the new one that's up there is now. Yeah, it just launched not too long ago. I heard that. You know, they'll keep looking farther and farther and going, "Wow, it just keeps going," it's like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There was one. It was launched. Even though there was one launched in like the seventies, and it's it's gonna be it's gonna pass like the first star from our solar system, like in two hundred thousand years or something. Yeah, or twenty thousand years. Mm-hmm. Like that's, one of those space probes. That's things. insane. Yeah. I mean, who knows what Earth technology is gonna be like in twenty thousand years? Yeah. Well, anyway. <laughs> We just want to talk about space Earth today. Just all be in heaven, and uh, we'll, we'll get the download yeah, I mean, on space. That's from true. God, <laughs> that's true. I don't know. So. Well, there it is. Uh, a little bit about heaven. So uh, maybe as we enter in this new year, are we living for heaven right now? You know, in our own lives as Christians, you know, are are we oriented toward that? And is the, does the joy of the anticipation of heaven shine through in our lives? And uh, and where do we see? Uh, kind of images or icons of uh, of heaven, you know, because Jesus said the kingdom is now and not yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and then sometimes we focus on the not yet, but like it's now, you know, where where is God breaking through? Where is heavenly life breaking through here and now? And to be able to rejoice in those things and, and anticipate those things as we grow in the Christian journey. And I think part of it too is listening to Jesus's question of when did you see me hungry or thirsty or in need of clothes and when whatever you did to the least of your brothers or sisters you did to me to to look for those opportunities of loving Jesus through loving your neighbor or by loving your neighbor for sure so for sure all right well good uh good first topic of the year let's uh let's close it out in prayer all right
In the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Good and gracious God, we give you praise uh, for the gift of this day, the gift of another year, uh, the gift of uh, 2022. We we know that you will be with us in this year, no matter what, uh, no matter what happens, no matter what we are uh, go through personally, uh, in our families, uh, in our church, and as a world. You have promised uh, to be with us, uh, with your grace, your love, and and with your power. We ask you to be with us, inspire in us um, a greater a greater excitement uh, for the joy of heaven, which you have created us for. We ask for the grace to see your presence in our lives, for the grace to see uh, heaven breaking into our lives, even here and now, through other people, through lives of love, through the sacraments, through nature, wherever you want to reveal yourself to us. We give you thanks, and we ask you to bless us this day. We ask this all in your name. Amen. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. All right, everybody. Happy New Year. Let's uh, start it off good, and God bless. And God bless.